Welcome to Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. I am your devotionalist, and each Monday and Wednesday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with a theme, reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. Our theme for today is Manger, and our title is The Manger Child. Our scripture reference is Luke 2, 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke's account of Jesus' birth is the only one who stated that Jesus was laid in a manger. Did you know that the word manger is only written in three verses in the second chapter of Luke? Luke 2, 7, today's scripture verse, 2, 12, and 2, 16. By definition, a manger is a long open box or trough for horses or cattle to eat from. Wait a minute. Wasn't Jesus born in a manger? Why would our king be born in a manger meant as a drinking box or eating box for horses and cattle. Our scripture reference states the reason being is because there was no room for them in the inn. Wait a minute. Nobody had room for Mary and Joseph? Didn't they know who Mary and Joseph was and who the baby that will be born, will be called? Have you ever tried to get a reservation at a hotel and there were no vacancies? Some people even go inside the hotel and still try to get a room with the sign blinking outside, no vacancies. There is no more rooms in the hotel. Well, in Jesus' day, they did not have blinking signs stating no vacancies. I can imagine that the innkeeper's attitude was one of concern and that they did their best to accommodate Mary and Joseph since Mary was with child. Maybe I would have given them my bed since Mary was getting ready to give birth. I don't know. But in 2021, I am not sure we would let anybody come into our homes off the street, off the beaten road. But then again, maybe some of you would. Nonetheless, the innkeeper gave them a spot, and this spot was in the stable. Can you imagine the scenery? This city girl has been in stables before, and I know it's not a place where I would love to deliver my babies. Check this out. Some of us, if we're given a room in a hotel that even has vacancies, it must, that room must meet our standards and expectation. If not, we want a different room that meets our expectation. Mary, the mother of Jesus, did not have that option. Thank God Mary didn't go into a tirade stating that she must have a room to deliver and sleep after her delivery and that she would not have her precious baby born or sleep in a stable. Mary took the room. Wait, Mary took the spot in the stable. 
This year, my daughter delivered a beautiful baby girl in one of the best nationally known hospitals in the United States. I was blessed to be able to be in the room during the birth. Everything was sterile. Everything, everyone had a robe, gloves, and a hat on. Even I had a hat on. My grandbaby was going to enter into the world, into an environment that was safe and sterile. The latest equipment and furniture and technology for the birth of a baby. She had the world-renowned and best board-certified doctors delivering her baby. Other doctors and professionals were there to assist the baby and my daughter as well. If any medical complications arose, the professionals were there and ready. All my daughter had to concern herself with was when her little girl would come out of the womb. What a beautiful experience. And then to hear my grandbaby cry, her first cry, just reliving this gives me great joy. Mary, the mother of Jesus and a first-time mother, did not have 21st century technology or great birthing furniture or board-certified doctors. The account of Jesus' birth in the Gospel of Luke or Matthew does not state who helped her to deliver the baby or who cut the umbilical cord. She didn't have eight to ten people in the room like my daughter did. Did she even have one professional person in the room? Possibly a midwife or friend? Was it a painless, drama-free birth? We are not given the birthing account. Probably most people don't want to know all that anyway, but... I would, but that's okay. We're not given the birthing account. We don't even know how many pounds Jesus weighed when he entered the world or the time of the actual birth. But we know his name, Jesus. The angels told Mary and Joseph what the baby's name would be. We know why he was born. Born to die to save us from our sins. Mary, the mother of Jesus told the angel after he told her what would happen to her. In Luke 1.38, she says, I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. What a blessing to be the vessel chosen to bring Jesus into the world. No one else could have this blessing but Mary. But we all can serve God and be a servant in so many other ways. We can teach Sunday school or vacation Bible school. We can be involved in children's ministries. We can be involved in ministries to the women of the church or ministries to the men of the church. We can teach Bible classes to all. Help in the audiovisual room. Help with technology. Sing in the choir and so much more. Consider giving your talents and time to the Lord in whatever capacity you can. Mary, the mother of Jesus, considered herself a servant. I am the Lord's servant, she said. When she said these words, she had no idea that her birthing story would include being in the stable with Jesus in a manger. But those circumstances did not change the purpose for Jesus coming to the earth. He came to the earth for each and every one of us to give us 
eternal life. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus came to the earth for you and for me. Today's song is a beloved Christmas hymn, Away in a Manger. The authorship of this song is quite vague, but it has been a tribute to Martin Luther. The third verse is by John T. McFarlane, Away in a Manger. to God together. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you that you came to the earth born of a virgin named Mary, wrapped in swaddling clothes and placed in a manger. Not a five-star hotel, but in a stable. But your purpose for coming was to save us from our sins and to give us eternal life. And for that, we're so grateful. Father God, we just bless you today that you've given us the opportunity and all we have to do is accept you as our personal savior. You gave us the gift of eternal life. We pray that our listeners today would have accepted you as your personal savior or would like to. We give you glory, we give you praise, and we thank you again. Amen.
thanks for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com, where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace Notes, 5-Minute Inspirational Devotions for the Church Choir, Musicians, and Friends of Music. Be sure to tune in on Mondays and Wednesdays for new releases of our devotional episodes. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.